beginning leg two. Move like the most turns. As the bats but take off and they crush all of them, they're doing the spirits. The chains are wrapping around. This one is still flipping the dagger. All them sneering you, having previously seen the ravens transform into bats, slowly, you get to draw on all of them. Take us away. Wonderful. Um, uh, I'm going to um, take out the bear. Okay. My action. That's, that's your action. Yep. And pop, then pop the bear where you want it within 10 feet of you. So. All right. So that the coin comes out green, whips, whips. Yeah. And we both take a, a search, charge towards the lady with the dagger, so on the right hand side. Okay. Um, so, um, it's a bit big, I'll, I'll have you do this. Yeah, so I've got 35. Yep. So, 35 and 35. Yep. And then right here, and then, um, plenty so, of, so, yeah, more than so here, if so. she can, she can somehow flank her. Probably can't, knows, yeah, but, okay. squeeze in here. So yeah, just right there, um, and I'm going to take the dodge action. The, the bonus action. So no, I can't do dodge as bonus action. Yeah, man. Um, I guess uh, we need hide or... Uh, and then that's... Uh, and I'm just going to be here. Um, there you go. Yeah. You can tell Sola to do something with your bonus action. Oh, that is. You can tell her to attack. Okay, yeah, she'll do the, what, just attack and attack. Um, yeah. but she doesn't have, and she doesn't have advantage on it, unfortunately. Nope. I would have it. Um, but, uh... What, yeah. what's, what weapons do you have, though? You took I a, got, you took a hand to hold this out and summon her. She's got fangs, so she's got... She, she had to play in her fangs. hand, summon Sola, and right. say that you popped it. What, what weapon are you going to, to draw? I attuned it earlier. Still sheathed or unsheathed? No, unsheathed, because I saw a fang, so I think it's on the deck. Then. So you are oh, right off the Okay, that makes things a little bit more exciting. So yeah. you. This is an adventure game, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And you, you just go. It's not a game. Go, and you yeah. run. And you run. And you grab my heart from here. Yeah. You pop it. Is it an action? Is it a bonus action or action to un unsheathe it? Yeah, so unfortunately you couldn't take it out this time. Yeah, I was going to say, it's oh. a. Yeah. Because to undo the latches and take it out. Oh, okay. Check it. Check it. I think it should be one, one of the first lines in the second paragraph. Yeah, unless maybe it is a bonus action. Then you don't have to. Might be a bonus action. Alright, Yeah. No worries. Take your time. Nope, it does not require that. It simply requires an action if you want to try to get away. Unsheathed shadowers to start to turn a small cut. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing you change that. That's it used to be that way. It used to be that way, but yes. I changed it because it was a little bit too tiny to do that. So, so you grab it here and you whip soul out. You ship a coin. Grab it. Pop it. Mm -hmm. Grab. And instantly, I think this is the first time you've unsheathed Shabby Rick in the it shadow is, fell. It is. Yes. Oh boy. It is. You unsheathe it a millimeter? Yeah. And it. Woohoo! <laughs> a shadow drips, and you are very much reminded of the shadow, the little bit that was dripping from that gash mm -hmm. where the shade came. Yeah. Now your sword is just pooling it like ooze upon the ground, and it actually lingers shortly before it evaporates. Usually it's very quick. Now it's just pulling there. You run forward, 
I do need you to make that saving throw, though. Yep. You are a good, a good line creature, so you have advantage on it. Don't forget that. I do have advantage. Mm-hmm. I got nine plus three, so. Uh, 12. I believe the save is 15. Was I mistaken? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm so you are yeah. immediately compelled to attack this thing to you, which is this one here. Yeah. That and this and then yes. And you can also solo, you can use your bonus action to command solo to attack. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to do. And I get, so I get plus, plus one bonus to my AC. Um, Solo's going to take her bite attack. Okay, go ahead and roll her um, attack. So she's going to do. Cool. 18 plus 7. So. 18 plus 7 hits. So what comes up? <laughs> Bites at this one with the uh, ten total. Ten total damage. Yes. Very nice. Three plus seven. Cool. Very nice. Well, it comes up. <laughs> bites, tears off a piece of the armor, a small bit of blackish blood, very slowly beginning to ooze, just beginning, like it's coagulated, slow to move, cold. And what I, when I have taken out Shadow Reaper, I know how it acts. So is it acting the same as it would around an undead <coughs> in front of me, or is it just I'm attacking the nearest thing to me? Right now, the voice that you hear in your head is nothing. But then you realize, oh no, you hear something. <coughs> it's a constant ah, screech. Cool. Cool. It's not even words. It's just being in this place. It wants to kill, but you are compelled yeah. to attack the closest thing to you, which is specifically this. Okay. So that's the answer awesome. to your question mechanically. Mm-hmm. Remember to take off the one current mm-hmm. and permanent HP. All right. Like Good turn. Joker insanity murder. That's, that's where you're at. I'll also say Sola's swirls after that bite and seeing this shadow, like being bathed in the, in the shadow mm-hmm. from Shadow Weaver, the swirls all go. Black. Her fur is bristling. Looks like a black bear now, almost. Or anything else. SD comes up. This one, seeing. This is too too loud. Just let me know, okay? Thank you. Yeah. Is it good right now? It's okay okay right now. Okay. I'll keep it right now. Too much narrative, and it might be able. Yep. This one here just runs forward, chain swinging, and then sinks into the shadows. Here, right next uh-huh. to Thorwin. And the f- first thing, first thing is a chain unravels from around her arm and um, swings at you. That one with your die! Unbelievable! Literally, that swings at you, and you just you, oh, you watch as the shadow moves very quickly, and your astute eyes see it, and you duck as it comes up, and just still in midair swings. But then, as it's beginning to land, the other ones come to come straight down upon you. Use one more time. Um, does a 15 hit? No, 17. Because you got your shield. This one comes yeah. down, you lift your shield, the chains almost just barely swing and miss. These ones leaving a streak of black, like, darkness and clock energy that if it hit you, who knows what it would have done. Then, then her feet land, and she spins, the chains extend even more, to try and hit you one more time around the legs. Yeah, that's the last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you just step back 
Um, actually, these all have a range of 10 feet, so she would do this from right, right there. Wind. That was a 19. And that was number one! <laughs> you should have been dying. You rolled. You rolled. Because she, rolled, she just rolled a 19 as well. Uh, 16. You rolled. Did you put a fucking RFID in the tractor in me? Two ones! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so uh, this is a really, really, really cool fight, guys. Don't worry, you gotta get your butts kicked. <laughs> Can't hit the arm transformation! Drew it! Yeah, so you just, your, your eyes see it, and you just move back. There's a change, it comes down, block, and then you see your thing, the sweeping, and you just lift a foot and step back, like you're almost leaning against Earth for a moment as the chains would have wrapped around your legs, but instead, come all the way. And you're like, damn, that kicks. Who's next? Me. Or you are up. You come down, you're raging, and much like how Norm was attacking so well, she also does. 21. That will hit, though. After the, the, earth, the stone just chips and shatters, you then spin around, does clip her. Did you put the holy water on too? Yes, thank you. Are you using a pulse too? Yes. So you are. Um, so three... Plus five, plus three, is what, 11? Mm -hmm. uh, plus nine? 18, 20. 22. I didn't know because I didn't grade like master. So just 20, or 20, 20, 22? Yeah, 22. With my rage, strength, and my... Yep, you're right. For some reason I was miscounting the things. No, no worries. I just trust you to do it. So you, you swing around, first one missing, second one clipping, just enough that the pulse can go, <coughs> sending her skidding slightly nice. as well. And then as you are as you are moving moving out of her her range. No, she ain't going to be fixed. I'm mobile if you can't. No, she still tries. She, I'm, uh, just, I'm just saying. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because they've not like, seen this to you before. Yeah, okay. She, you, you guys see Earth come in, smash once, and then turn to leave, turning his back to her. And as you guys have seen a hundred times, turn your back to an enemy and turn him away from the pool. The chains come out, and he, without even looking, just like he's faster as ever been before. You've never seen him move as quick as he did on that bridge as he does right now. And the chain just totally misses. And actually, this reaction. Mm -hmm. 10, 20, 30, yes. Okay, barely, but yes. Okay. So you're going right up to the spear guy? Yep. One action, action, movement. You're good? Yep. Alright, who's next? Uh, next is GW. GW! And you're on deck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm a simple man. <laughs> is this one right here in front of you, Earth? He stands, fangs going, had spears already out, and stomps it on the ground. <coughs> Spectral farmer, like flossed, forming, 
every <laughs> side. Um, yeah, that appears first. However, still comes in for, for the attack. Drags it, this tip along the ground coming up to you, but then jumps. It disappears as above you coming down. Spear tip mm. straight down. Did you attack back the last Fancy time? Fancy way to say hello. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighteen. So six. Eighteen is your AC. That will hit. As that comes down, that will be eight points of piercing damage. Okay. You're not having this for me. I I am. Do okay. You want, do you want to not? No, I just wanted to be clear what we were doing. So, you are. So, so, okay. Okay. so no, hold on. It's eight points of piercing damage, so half that. I will not have it for you. I'm okay. Sorry. That's easier if I just don't have it. I will let yes. you do it. Okay. Eight points of piercing damage, and as the spear clips you, <laughs> much like those chains, erupts in necrotic energy. 26 points of necrotic damage as it goes into your flesh. And it lands on there, pulls it up. Now the tip is now a flaming, much like Shadow Reaver is also, coming around for another strike. And as it's, as it's swinging around the neck, swinging, it says, 30 seconds and you will all be dead. There's your time limit. What is your AC? 18. 18. This one, though, as it swings, you takes just enough time to say that, and you just duck. I only need 20. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dig it. All right, who's next? I am. Annie, you are up. So, and then Icky, and then SM. seeing all three of them there, I am going to say, that seems unfair, and I will snap, and three more of me will appear. <gasps> cool! Alright, you guys see any say, say that? Snap. Without her even touching it, her fire bow on her back goes. And then, as if from the sound, she, her form vibrates, and then it just splits. So now there's four Annie's right there, all of them sort of moving around and amidst each other. Yep. And then, um. What, what are you trying to do over there? They're all in the same it's, space. It's fine, because no, no, I appreciate it, that's what I'm doing, but they, they are all in the same actual physical space, so it'd be impossible. Oh. But I do appreciate the idea. I just thought that was mm-hmm. I thought about it too. And then I <coughs> am going to, all four of me will become honorably beautiful, and all of you, I choose to one, two, three, four, get the temp HP, eight temp HP. Eight temp HP, mm-hmm. and you all can use your reaction now if you choose to move up to your movement speed toward Annie, mm-hmm. out provoking up to an attack. So you feel the sudden rush as you see four of her become beautiful, one, 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 one for each of you, including Sola. Yeah, if you wish to, you can move toward her. Don't have to by any means at all. I think you want to say. Yeah. Makes right. sense. And I am going to take one step forward as well, to be kind of in the middle. Nice. Sounds good. All right, after that is Icky. Yep, staying with me. Staying with you. Yep. After and that, them. and then Norwin, you're on deck. Yep. Seeing you be a big spooky motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) running up in front, 
Actually, we'll keep it easy first. She will jump up, put feet on the, the, the pillar right here, and jump right here. So Sola can get an attack of opportunity yeah. if she chooses. Please. Um, uh, sorry, one second. Fourteen. Fourteen will not hit as it just so fast and alive. The solo <laughs> misses. Okay, but she's still in mine. So. She still is indeed within your within your vicinity. Okay, and will take two attacks with these phantasmal daggers on her hand as she slashes your neck and then flips it and then goes in for a lunge. Okay. So first one. Um, I'm going to get advantage, so I won't. I'll, I'm still going to use Steven's die. I'm going to trust in it. One. No. That is not going to hit as, the, the, as the, that comes in. Don't get to add a one to your AC because you're fighting. Okay. Yep. First one comes in and you just move out of the way. Second one flips and goes for a stab. That will be... What's your AC right now? 20. 20. The stab goes right through the shadow where she sure will strike you, but you're just to the side, staring down, just hearing this ah, screaming in your mind. coming through it. Lots of misses here. Okay. Um, whoever's next? No one's up. Okay. Uh, let's see if that hits. Um, 16? Does 16 hit? Hit what? This one. Baldy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That was a pretty flame. Okay. So, I'm just kind of engaging to see what that does. Uh, so roll. Do, do, do. Yeah. So that is 8 points of fire damage. Okay. That seems to be effective. <laughs> Seems to be effective, uh, then I'll do bonus action fire elemental. Woo! Oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> he is a man of science. Some of the flames actually like retract along, along the ground toward you, and then you become an inferno. <laughs> That's your bonus, that's your action, you have movement. Yep. And I will move into her space. Okay. Does that mean she's on fire? It means that she will be, I think. This game is on fire! Uh, I can stop there the first time to enter and... Uh, yeah, catch is fire. That's minus 1v10 at the start or end of each of the See, that creature takes 1v10 fire damage and catches fire. Uh, the first time to enter, creature enters that space on a turn. Uh, it takes 1v10 fire damage. And until they, until they douse it, they uh, are on fire at the end. Okay, so roll one to ten right now. Okay. And then start every turn if she doesn't douse it. Take it's one D ten. Yeah, just one D ten. Seven damage. Fire. Woo! Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Nice. Very nice. Just move in. Flame charring. Yep. I know. Say now fifteen. <laughs> Who's next? Me. All right. Um. Please move Sola between Annie and the woman so that are flanking. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, like this? Yes, please. There you go. 
Um, so I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Shadow Reaper, and she's gonna do one claw attack, then another attack. So first, okay. Reaver first, and oh, you're doing all at once, all the dice at once. Do it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Save some time. Cool. So the way I had it was that uh, this is me. So five plus twelve to hit, so seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Nice. So that's um. 17 damage plus my sneak attack because I've got Sola. So that's uh, 17 and 5. Um, so that's 22. Is it plus 17? No, it's 17 damage because remember when it's unsheathed, we, ha- we had it that it was. I think it's plus 17. It was 1d8 plus 17? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Because your normal attacks yeah. are plus 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is this becomes a plus 3. Remember to add, to add 3 to your hits too. Mm-hmm. It's an additional plus 3. So it's like plus, plus 12 to hit. Remember that? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay, so okay. I have plus yeah. twelve to hit, so because I had, had I had five plus twelve. Okay, sorry. Seventeen. Yep, you're right. Um, and then it's so one d eight, which is five plus seventeen. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty two plus another five for sneak attack, twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sola has. Um, I think Shadow Reaver adds extra damage die to creatures like this. So we already did, did, did that. Oh, that's the seventeen. Yep, that's okay. what that's for the seventeen. Mm-hmm. All good. All good. Um, Twenty seven points of damage with your, with your first slash. With me, and then Sola's first hit is seventeen plus change, which is um, uh, four and four, so that's eight. Oof. And then her next hit is nineteen. Yeah, uh, Plus change, and then her, her her second hit is three and three, which is six. Plus extreme. Plus seven, so plus. Um, plus seven both. Twi- both well, times. Twice. Twice. So plus six is fourteen. Plus fourteen. And the other one's thirteen. Okay, sorry, again. Sorry, no, six. Yep, so, so, um, so both both attacks hit. Um, this one is these two, which is seven, and then plus another seven, so that's 14, 14. for the first hit. And then the second hit is uh, 19 plus change, so that hits, um, which is um, three and four, which is another seven, plus another seven. 14. So that's 14 and 14. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So that is your slash, yes. and then Solo's bolt, and all three of them hit. I will say, um, what was... It didn't matter right now, but just to be yeah. So Solo was here originally, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we said he moves. She like moved. This, so so in five, 40 10, feet. 15, 20. Yeah. She actually cannot get there okay. because while you're within the vicinity of this particular creature, you feel weight punch your body moves sluggishly and slowly. The weight. Of ages, um, even though with the ring of free action, that affects you. If you move, okay. I would not be safe. But, but for Sola, she's like, okay. so, and I didn't even add any clanking. Exactly, exactly. That's why it didn't matter. But cool. it should be noted that you're both as you're moving. It just feels yeah. like you're moving through molasses. But all three of your hits hit, and it's a lot of damage. So good for you. Do we notice that the scratches from Sola are not healing, are not as vicious as they should be? Who's after Cook Claymore? Uh, SD. SD at the, this one here. Yeah. Hmm. Giant flaming douche canoe in front of it. It is, technically. Oh, I'm sorry. You are immune to so many things right now. Because I'm sure why you did come up before. Yeah. Well, that's 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 fine. We'll just go for. It's fine. To 
two can flank at this game. You can go ahead and make your attack. Okay. Um, if you wish to, your reaction. Sure. And that is probably not going to. Let me check. Uh, it's only six, so eleven. Six, as as it just it steps out of your flames, breathing around, mm -hmm. and just <laughs> turns and towards Sola's butt. Sola is now flanked, technically. It does deal one d ten still, though, right? Yeah. And we'll roll your one d ten damage. Okay. That's the start. What you said. Yep. Eight. Eight. Nice. Yeah, okay. Comes up maybe behind Sola. The two chains coming. There'll be three attacks. Her. All at disadvantage. Because he hit it. Raging. Oh, that's why that's that's there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Smart. I did not realize that. Oh, it's going to come to you. Hey. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. Thanks so for the a... mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, I didn't see it. So it happens. 16, 12. Um, I'm guessing this will hit either way. This will be 18. Let's just one at a time then. Um, roll, I have to tell you who's 19 because it's a flanking. Roll a um, dexterity saving throw for Sola. Uh, she can see you, so you do have advantage on it, remember. Acrobat, that was annoying. Um, and that was with Friday for 14 plus 5, so 19. Very nice. As the first chains come around and whip and grab, Sola takes 10 piercing damage. Ow. Five to piercing damage as the chains try to grapple around her, her leg, but for whatever reason they can't. These flitting red spears from from Earth that just seem to be barely tethered to him somehow seem to be blocking and slowing the chain. So five damage, no grapple. The second one then comes the chain to wrap around. That'll be another ten, aka five. Points of damage. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. Cause I'm gonna this from the roll. So it's worse. Yep, it's worse. <laughs> Three <laughs> points of damage. Only half. Did you already take take five? I mean, no. no. Did you get a race? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. No, it's it's three. Okay. Three plus three, so three points of damage to you. Instead of five, three points of damage to to, to Sol. Oh. Yes, there were two attacks. So the second attack is only three. Damage. Yes. Got it. First attack was five. Second attack was was three. Let's keep taking averages. That's mm -hmm. faster and. <laughs> also, please make another dex saving throw for Sola. Another dance because she can see you. 14? 14. She, this one does wrap around yeah. her leg, does not grab her, but it pulls <laughs> And she is um, prone. Okay. Got right now. Mm -hmm. And the final chain of this one, with these black flames, jumps and comes down. This one will be one straight roll because of disadvantage and yep. gate. That will be for sure the fourth hit. 14 plus 6 comes down. <laughs> and this will be, and this is a half all damage. Resistance mm -hmm. to all damage. Resistance to the attack. Then yep. you, Solo, will right now take 16 points of damage. Only 5 piercing and 11 necrotic. So 16 points of damage to Solo. As it comes down, the chain whipping faster like a blazing black comet. <laughs> you just hear. <laughs> From Sola's body ah. as it hits and singes fur. Who's next? Me. Mm -hmm. the wrong Actually, place. nope. Yeah. yeah. Bonus action. Oh. Sinks into the shadow. Yeah. And appears here. At this moment in time, really only Claymore, only you can barely you can take see that thing up to. Yes. 
that it then? Yep, that's it. Okay. Um, 16, does that hit the guy in front of me? Um, yes, that will hit. Uh, no, that will not hit. As you swing, it looks like it should, but there's a slight shimmer and it, your hammer literally just barely <laughs> glances off. Twenty-one. Twenty-one will hit. First one, you're like, oh, I see calibration. <laughs> Bring it down at the top. So that's 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 Earth swings first one, clips off. The second one uses the momentum, jumps like the like the one of the chains, comes down, <laughs> hits hard. The arm almost breaks. In one hit, in a single hit, you shatter this icy spectral armor around the figure, and it just goes in the glass shards. The armor that would usually be able to take several hits, you shatter. However, you do take. 25 points of cold damage as as you hit it, it all the shards go forward and hit you. You're now peppered with this ice. It's not cold. piercing. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. Uh, okay. How much? How much? It is armor bag. It's I armor bag. I'm like, oh crap, it's armor bag. But he got rid of it in one hit, which is nice. That's amazing, dude. That could really fuck someone up. Yeah. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Alright, anything else, sir? I see what you mean, Um, yes, there is going to be other things. Sorry. Okay. No, no problem. Yeah, because the shield's additional 7 are 1d12 necrotic damage to you alive. Oh, I didn't take Oh, I didn't take I gotta add my 8 pins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, just add 8 to your current analogy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Nice. Oh, did Sola get the 8 pin bitch? Okay. Oh, thank you. Um, so I hit You're him. You're amazing. Mm hmm. And then, um, no crits because I don't know what I'm saying. Right as, right as you're moving out of, the, of its range, <laughs> does thrust the spear at you with a tech opportunity. No, it doesn't. No, because I hit it in a mobile and it can't That's hit me. That's crazy. Mobile's That's so good. Awesome. Are you sure it does three things? It's yeah. a benefit to two. To it does thing. a lot of things. It's Dash does not, not give you um, disadvantage, or it doesn't blah, 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 um, mm -hmm. difficult terrain. And oh, yeah. if you hit, you can get out of the way. Yeah, they don't get the chance to make opportunity attacks. That is crazy good. Yeah, mobile's really good. Well done. Okay, and that is what Earth did. Yeah, does that. And then bonus action, I'll just activate the belt just in case it is a little green light. Yep. It shoots around my your feet. It goes on the ground a little bit. It's not like elevators. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing that Earth is fleeing and also understanding the 
bullshit that is this spirits flitting around or seeing its friend totally fuck the goose on it. Well, they're quite smart. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> it will once again step forward and then jump and teleport and fall right. It is always teleport. That's Josh. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It comes down. <laughs> appears in the air and is coming down. The spear tip again, flaming darkness necrotic energy. Advantage. Advantage on this attacks. Okay, that'll be 13. Oh, I'm sure it will be what it says. We'll see. 18. 18. Yes. That's a hit. That'll hit. 13. Yeah, 13. Boy, boy, boy. Um, I will tell you how much damage you actually take. Okay. 60. But how much of it is necrotic? Uh. 52 of it is necrotic. 8 is piercing? Yeah. The piercing is only 8 each time. Oh, okay. Most of the damage from the spear is not the actual spear hitting you, it's the necrotic wave that crashes down all So I'm actually taking 60. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I did Malcolm, okay. you take 60 damage. These two hits, the first one comes down and slices through, and again, the necrotic energy washes into you, and your skin is almost black lines. Then he it's stuck in the ground, he kicks it up with his foot and brings it down a second time, spinning around his neck, slicing right across the head. Again, it seeps in. He's not he's not finished yet. He puts his hand forward. He tries to hit you with it. So does anybody know uh, off the top of her head, chill touch? Is that a save? Uh, I think it's an attack. Yeah, it's you can make your well. familiar do it. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. Who's got this thing? Oh, okay, good. Because we learned! We learned! Yeah, I, yeah, thought, we learned. I, I didn't oh, like the... to see progress! <laughs> that, that happened last time. Yep. Uh, it is a ranged spell attack, which unfortunately means it is advantage again. Um, I'm hit 18. So. That will be, no, that will be 38, so I'll just say 13 points of necrotic damage to you. Mm-hmm. And as it hits you, and he skips back a slight amount, looking at you, feeling a bit bloodied himself, you see that spectral hand grab onto your, your flesh, but you can feel it clinging there at this moment in time. Ooh, weird move. Okay, after that, who's up after GW? Annie, you are up. Okay. Well, I am going to do exactly as Sir said, actually. <laughs> and I am going to lift up the fragment of Elder Starlight. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> and they have to all make, because they're all within the 60 feet, that looks right to me. they have to make a DC 16 Constitution saving throw. Nice. Constitution saving throw. Yep. That is not something there are elves, are Probably. resistant to. So they are off their feet this or guy no. no. Fail. One, two, three. Give me three. And what is it? Constitution? Yes. And what's it DC? Uh, 16. 16? They will all fail. Yeah! <laughs> so that means... They will all get 16 points of damage, radiant damage, and you all get 16 points of healing. And I believe, what else does it say about the damage, unless I'm mistaken? Uh, If they take that, 
psychic damage. It, it can be a failure save. Overheal, but it's not, gets it. it doesn't even come. No. says, Feel like the creature takes 46 radiant damage and is blinded until the end of my turn. Hey! Yeah. I'll go grab those blinding things. Thank you. I love it. Slap them on all three of them. Oh, boys, oh, boys, oh, boys. All right. I love that. You guys all got your help? Did, 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 yes. did that? Yeah, uh, I'm guessing you mentioned the chill touch grabbing onto Earth's hand Shit. for a reason. Thank you. That's yeah. a specific one. And I, ha oh. I, ha I have it written down right here. Yeah. You do not gain the health. None of it? You cannot no. regain health while this hand is clung to you. Fuck! Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, this, no, this, this is why I appreciate this table because you guys call me out on things that hurt you as much as things that help you. Yeah. I and you know what? You yeah. remind us? Yeah. And then um, from my position. No. Can I see over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but are you She's close enough? 10, 20, probably not. You can only see 30 feet right now. Get up to her. Get up to her back. Because I'm trying to see him. Can I move through her space? Yeah, yeah, she's my ally, so mm -hmm. she can move through her space. It's a difficult terrain, but you just have to move enough that you, you can see, which is just the 30 feet, so yeah, that's, that's more than enough. Yeah, you just kind of crawl over so long. <laughs> oh, I'm strong, I'm strong. And just doing that so I can get up far enough where I am. You can see him as well. Alright, action this. <laughs> they all go, <laughs> that typical vampire in the sunlight <laughs> thing. You come over. <laughs> Look and your shadow crawls up, clinging to the legs of this figure here. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. All right. After that, when you go to Icky, stay with me for now. SM. SM. Are we here? Okay. Boy, I did not anticipate this to be quite so hard. I don't think there's the actual. Not, not, not. You've calmed down. Like you've calmed down now. Yeah, you've calmed down you, now. You did quite a bit of damage to me, so yeah, you just... You did a fuck ton of damage to our tank. Mm -hmm. Where'd you just go down? Kidding. Today, sing. And you try to take this is risky. And try and take one step back from you. Attacks have advantage. That's why I do. Yes. Fifteen plus twelve. Yep. Yep. So because is solo within is solo within five feet? Technically, she's probably uh, she's within five yep. feet. That's okay. where she was, yeah. So that's um so that's Five plus seventeen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two plus five. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. From Shadow Raider. Holy smucks! You steps back like quick, quickly, but you're that much back. Your sword—it's not even your mind. But your sword just wants to slash, and once you do that, it just the shadow's gonna grab and pull her in. No movement for yes. her because of your sentinel. So instead, won't be able to get in it. That's okay. We'll just not be able to see. We'll say, I didn't want her to sort to this. Slices her own hand. Blood sprays. Comes in a circle. Symbols. Appears and then boom! Everybody within a 60 foot cube, which just means Basically, Sola, you, and, and Annie mm. all have to make 
as a wave of sheer weariness comes out and rocks through your very core, your soul, your bones, make a constitution saving throw, each of you. Okay. Um, no. Is this considered an attack? Soul no, first. it's not an attack. Okay. Constitution saving throw, 15. Soul got 17 plus 6. Soul is good. Soul is good. Oh, why did I roll it again? I don't have advantage. Just roll again. One. Uh, cool. 18 plus 1. You're good. 15. Um, you rolled a 15. You two make you make your saves. However, you each, as you feel your bones growing old and your paper turning leathery as if you as if you aged years, you almost feel like like, like your mask self. Like, oh, no. them. You take 22 points of psychic damage. Annie, you take 45 points of psychic damage and incur a level of exhaustion. For what it's worth, this figure not looking so hot either. Storm time after it does this, still blinded, unable to use movement to get back one to get the unit, but but couldn't. Just was that should be enough. And six down. And you still up? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you were at sixty six, weren't you before? I was, and I took 45. Right? right, so you would only gain gain 8 from where you are right, right now. Okay. Because you, you would have been a mask. That makes sense. Okie doke. Well, then I'm just going to touch a fool. Just touch him. Just touch him. Poke him. Poke him in the eye. 18 plus 6, so 24, and 18 plus 6 again. 20, okay. Yeah. Uh, both, both slams, so you come up to, to this one with the spear that's fucking up. Earth and So if, um, if, if it takes eight times to, to shift, shift through it, yeah. but for you, one hit means that it's yeah, only as long as it's up. So, mm -hmm. exactly. yep. Okay, two hits come. Are you ending your, your movement in the space as well? Uh, yeah. So go ahead and add that one to ten, I guess. Yep. And it's another eight. Girl, get up. Yeah, sure, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, and then super blank. Super blank. We're talking here. Super oh, shit. Blank. 
Okay, so you guys just yeah. come around. And we, do our, like and we do our thing. Okay. okay, so these are together. So, um, Claymore hits with an 18 plus 12 to hit, so that's um, 1 plus 17, so that's 18 plus another 2, um, so that's 20 on the Shadow Reaver. And then Sola, Sola probably actually won't hit this round. She did 8, one that's 8 plus, fucking... You also have seven. advantage on these attacks. Because they're blind. Yeah, they're blind. Okay, so I would consider this is one roll for Sola. Sure. So eight plus seven. So nope. no. That would be a major honor, seems to be honest. Cool, that's better. So one of them is a sixteen plus seven. Okay. So um, this did uh, two, and so that's five plus another seven. Oh. So twelve. Would sixteen have hit the major honor? No. Okay. Because that's the guy the one. Yeah, we're actually doing pretty good considering we took quite quite the hiatus. This mm-hmm. is kind of very mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. No, but that, that that was great. <laughs> that was good. No, that was like you're going perfect. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Cool. Not a compliment. Not, not a compliment. Fuck <laughs> <but> you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I take the compliment anyway. That the, the blindness last to the end of their, their turn. Mm-hmm. Her turn. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Oh yeah. boy. Okay, so SD, you come uh, in. SD seeing that. Not seeing shit. You barely attack me at the words out of your mouth. Not seeing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fine, but they'll all just be at disadvantage then. Just come. Simple as it can be. Can't see the full cast of happening, just knows you're there, can hear you, comes right up to you. Three attacks, all at disadvantage. I'm sure Eric will just negate all the damage. Alright, you can only negate one. She makes a lot of attacks. Four plus stuff? Nope. Probably not. Right there, yeah. That four, that will not hit. Two What is your AC again? That one will hit, unfortunately. That one, that's the second one, so you make a deck save, please. And nine. Nine. So you are hit for ten piercing damage. Zero. So it comes, and there's a spectral red hand that comes in and stops. You rolled 663, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it actually stops all of the damage. However, it still wraps around and pulls you, and you are prone at this moment in time. So you damage it has to take a hit. It still hits, just because the damage is zero. Oh my god, you have so that I thing on. And I only needed to beat a six this time and I got a seven. So I no, totally forgot you had that. At all. Kind of funny because it's an illusion and it doesn't have any, any eyesight. But that's the way that the spell works. Right. Yeah, and Annie is there, the, the four images oh, flicking goodness. around. This, this, one, this one comes up, eyes closed, trying to open them, but it's still so bright. It comes in, the first. Hit misses. The second one comes in. So I'll save that. Yeah. Well, how do you yeah, save it? Right hits one right of the yep. the illusions of mirror image, and then it just shatters into pieces. Wow. No, it's no. not That's a great spell. Mirror image is like just chant, chance. Are you hitting me or not, motherfucker? Well, let's see if the third one even hits. Um, you actually should roll right now to see if this attack, what it's aiming for, because your mirror images have a lower AC. Eight. 
you willing for you? Yes, I got one. Okay. So I got a B to A here. Not gonna. So all three of them come in, miss, hit, but shatters out of the mirror image. Just goes in and into fake magic. But third one comes and you just duck out of the way as that one was the one with the big black miss that spins around. And then the chain. If I can negate all the damage, does it destroy the damage? Yes. Okay. Yes. Can yeah, I don't think they even have HP. It's just if you hit it. Okay. I know if they had still, HP. Okay. Still hits, yeah. Good question, though. She swings and the chains wrap around. And this one, she just looks at you, black eyes blinking. It says, not bad. as you slam through, goes right through the shadow itself and drags this figure in. But not in, it like it goes down into the darkness, mm-hmm. uh, into the shadow itself and then... And no, it doesn't open an opportunity for another... I mean, you you guys can stab, but there's nothing that just passes there. right through. It's in the gotcha. It's in on fire. <laughs> I'm going to scream, 12 seconds! As he disappears. You guys did a lot of damage, I missed a lot. So, um, so beca- are we Bullshit! Yes. So the first thing I'm going to do is, I'm going to need some help, and then I'm going to try to make my wisdom saving go. Um, looking at Sola, because she and I have had a talk about, like, Crap, putting me down. Remember, you have advantage because you're a good line creature. You always have advantage yeah. on, on these rules. And also, I think it's a charisma saving throw of 15. Uh, yes, it is charisma, you're right. Right, we did wisdom, mm-hmm. which Butch plus three to what I had rolled be. before would not have even have met it, but. Should be charisma. Charisma. Cool! I made a 15, mm-hmm. and I have zeroed out in my charisma. Everybody, watch me! <laughs> I'm dangerous! <laughs> <laughs> All the shadow that just was wreathing around you. You guys look at her, and it all just <sighs> dies with the down. As I exhale a big puff of red smoke, and you say, "Not bad, Red." I'm going to hear this. I will say, uh, to in uh, Ingen, which only you can understand, we should move away from this castle. Yeah, that's smart. Mm, before we do any tapping around, and I'm going to stay. Like this for now. <laughs> and so I will walk, bottle my fiery ass back down. <laughs> Light the way, fireman. So Norman says we should get the fuck out of here. You guys uh, notice the shadows guys, that something. bathe this area? They seem to recede somewhat. As you look back at this castle, looking for any more incursions or enemies or whatever else, you see a shadow, but not like a one, more of just like a figure behind the stained glass that is now backlit slightly, 
and all the features of the castle have returned to what you see here. The austere way that it was when you first walked in. Those bats are now ravens once more, and now there are probably a hundred of them on all of these parapets, on the, the pillars, the jade things around, all around, all watching you. Burn it. Burn it down. <laughs> Come on, Norwood. We can do it. And I start blowing on Norwood. I <laughs> <laughs> start walking in because I'm going to say, I'm not leaving if there's a chance she's in there. Okay. I go after Annie and Kayla follows me. I'm just looking at the pillar to see like if I can discern if it's an illusion to that it looks this way or that it was an illusion to look the other way or if there's any writing of any variety. Make a <clears throat> investigation check. Can I check for traps? Mm-hmm. Your selfish behavior will bring trouble on me and my own. We're gonna have words. Uh, nope. <laughs> Two plus Five. Seven. Neither of you guys can tell from words. You have no idea what was an illusion and what was not, but I believe Annie just walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, As she cross, crosses the threshold, the two mirror images, and then you can no longer see her. As you try to cross in, we call out for her. Annie? Try a different door? Anything. And I will walk. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you go in. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you go, go, go in, and your flames extinguish. Bring you back to your normal self. Uh, that's one of those. Almost compelled to move forward. Yeah, fuck. Can we... Mm-hmm. I would say I turn to Earth. Can we try Norman's door? And I would... I'll try this door. Go give it a shot. Alright, so I'm gonna go in the, the door to the right. Okay. And solo with me. Okay, you guys pass into this door here. Can we go through? And they're all still open? Yep. Okay, then I'm just gonna follow in behind Annie. Okay. Pass through as well. Was it just Norwin who couldn't get through the 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 door? Well, for whatever reason, Earth didn't seem to be able to follow Annie at first. At first. Yeah. Uh-oh, you go dark. Yeah, you worried. We're going dark, bro. More coffee, more less. Yeah, more coffee. Yeah, yeah. Just squeeze my pants. Yeah, yeah, my stomach hurts. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm gonna grab my taco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grab my taco. My stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nice damage, folks. Yeah, you guys did a lot of damage there. Well done. Yeah, I kind of thought that was gonna last six Boy. rounds. Mm-hmm. Too late. There's only three. That's what it's like. Those were. Until it's overdone. Should we stop? No, it's fine. Okay. Cool. We might want to look back on all the fun we had during mm-hmm. this break. Totally. Oh, do you want to your, your purple now. marker back? Sure, I'm saving it! Take away the Vegas flavor. Did you want me to give me the pencil too? 
So you're not yawning so much. Thank you. I'm sorry. I might, it makes my stomach hurt. Oh, the coffee does? Yeah. More I think it's after spicy food and beer oh, and coffee. Yeah. I didn't think it was a bad combo. I didn't think um, but I feel fine now. I feel um, great. So I was I was trying to point it out last last time. Um, so y'all chopped off all the, the plants? Or did you guys like cull them? Or what did you do? Oh, yeah. Those are, okay. So they were just, at a certain okay, point, you have to just cut them down and toss yeah. them out. So actually, when we opened up the thing to see the water in there, mm-hmm. huge tangle of, of roots. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, there was no way to get them out. So it was just, I mean, she did it, she'll have to tell you, but it was a lot of cutting, and I'm sure. Yeah. You have to just toss them all away, and these are now a pepper kit, a hot pepper kit. Cool. So, <laughs> you can't come hey, within 10 no. feet of this so section. I yeah, so I appreciate just... that you could set up a perimeter around your home against me. So I, well, I it's not against you specifically, it's against people like you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Don't take. Don't take personally. I won't. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's my favorite. You know, I was thinking about it. So one thing I, Leah, I was thinking about because like, I don't. I, I've chosen not to have the second beer, right? But like, also, I was like, this is an adventure. This is, if this is a place, we were past the little stuff, right? Like how we, the pacing of it, I feel like mm-hmm. I, I kind of finally got it, which is why I decided to, to do a Shadow Reaver. When I got to full health, I was mm. like, yeah, I'm doing it now. I think that was a very smart move in this fight. Yeah, that The that fact that they deal the... extra necrotic damage, I'm not very much of a tank. No. You're yeah. a tank against things that are normal. Like I could fight solo all day long. But yeah. anything that deals X like cold and necrotic, mm-hmm. like I die pretty quick. What were you at? I'm just curious. I'm something? Sixteen. So you lost 108? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Meanwhile, I was sixteen. There were twice that yeah. the one with the chains missed two full rounds with three attacks each. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, what is up with your arm? Spirit's paid off in that first one. Is it his front right? His front left. It's like oh, it looks like his elbows. <laughs> He's a bendy dog. He's a bendy dog. It looks like his shoulder is sticking out, and his elbow, and his ankle wrist, and his foot like wrist. Yeah, our dog shaped weird. What a good dog (laughs) if he just lays on this bed or under our feet. He's really good. They asked me if there was any vet I would prefer to see tomorrow. There was this pause, and then I went, no. (laughs) Rachel has the hots for a specific vet there. God, she's so beautiful. Or just say, what's her name? Rachel Spencer. Oh, she's Rachel, too? Yeah, there's no chance. Her voice is husky and her hair is short. She is slender and she loves it. She just wants the other name. Are you sure that's the one you want to make? And she sits on the floor with the animals so they don't get scared. She's like, oh, you don't want to be on the table. That's okay. I can work down here. Fat, high-pitched male. (laughs) The worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I have a vet that does the same thing. I love we just it. go down and just sit on the floor with the cats. Yeah. It's my previous vet that would bring me to our cat's dog. Would not. He was like, pick him up, put him on the table. Shot. Done. No treats, mm-hmm. nothing. These people will sit down and be like, oh, he's a little scared. Here's some treats. And they'll just sit and pet mm-hmm. until they're like, okay, I think we're ready to do it. Oh, yeah. Really nice. Mincy doesn't take it as well. Like, 
Yeah, when I saw that there were three of those like vampires, I saw fangs. I thought vampires. But so what did I detect undead or did I not know? You didn't know. You don't. You don't. You don't know what they are. You just know that the sword wants to kill them. Did I feel any fiends because of my attacks? Yeah, they just don't understand. Do you? Where did you get this from? I don't know. Just on the table. A little bit. No, right here. There's more there. These are these are mine. Oh, those are yours. These three, these three are mine. You know where this kit came from? Yeah, for me. These are my expo markers. Okay, that's what I was like. Yeah, these three I brought home from home, but that one was here on the table. That cap is ribbed, and mine is not. Yeah. All right, folks. What's that? All right. Start the seance. You all. Step through into the inky darkness. That's going to be annoying, but also it adds romance to it. Mm-hmm. Kathy. <laughs> 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 We've got Andy. Mm-hmm. It's not ambience, but I also want to try his water torture. I want normal torture. Mm-hmm. So. further than usual today, all the way to the, to the river trying to find the wild ember that your mother had always told you to watch out for. You think you even, you even found one, the excitement beating in your chest. It had gotten dark though and you misjudged the time to get home, meaning it was late. Father would be cross, but mother would be happy just to see the flower even if it wasn't a wild ember that you clutched in one hand, flopping about as you dashed. There's light just o- over the hill. The village must be having bonfires. Maybe the Rumidae to traveling circus had come back. What was unlike them to come through twice in one year? Or maybe there had been a wedding and the partying was going this late at night, though no one couldn't think of who. Or maybe the elves had come, come to trade early this season. It's not like elves to be unseasonal, though. As you crest the hilltop, your bare feet planted into the ground like roots. And your sweaty smile vanishes in a heartbeat. The flower falling from your limp hands. Those were not bonfires. Those were homes ablaze. Your village. Your home. Run down the slope, tears beginning to mix with the sweet from the sweat from your brow, knowing somehow deep down that it was for too late. Annie, in your the <coughs> dahlia that, that you now now wear, you step into a familiar place, the wide doors of the vast dome opening before you. Sister Sigreus is there, her narrow features and pursed lips, and she says, Well, look what the rats dragged. As you open your mouth to reply, a door opens inside, and the mother superior walks through a wooden door, leading several young basses, all of them. 
in the accoutrement that you would expect those young ladies that are sent to the dome to be dressed in. But upon seeing you, one of them drops where she's holding the vase with a flower in it. <laughs> and shatters and gasps. The mother superior looks angry. The look that you've seen before, but so uncommon. This is more than that. This is, this is true anger, not displeasure. Her eyes go dark. And she's like a storm as she raises her voice like thunder. I thought we were rid of you when that bar wench took you off our hands. Get out! Leave with your devil stink! Claymore. sting your eyes as the wind whips by and saplings whip at your arms. Tears stream from your face as you enter the city proper. You see your family's home on the outskirts and your father, Fula, outside, stretching some greenish-gray flesh over the tanning rack as you see him done a hundred times before. Your mother, Aisha, stands outside, chiding you about something Agristonian soldier uniform still seems crisp, despite the fact that Agristone hardly recognized this man's existence for years, or any of your ex existences for that matter. Shake your head, your mouth opening. Words, you can feel your tongue making words, but you don't hear them in, in your, your ears. Whether they be excuses or whatnot, you can't even say. Maybe you don't remember. The raven-haired man says, it's time. And the tall human strides out of the tent, his limp and wince seeming to vanish in the cool night air. The wind howling through the expanse of canyons and steps, as it always does. Reluctant, but obedient, but mostly young at this point. Gadot stands before the fire, addressing the other dead. And you know, in your heart of hearts, it was time. You look up. The stars are invisible this night, the cold rain parting for the first time in a week. They've been a rough few days. You don't want to do this. You, you can't do this. This man 
is everything. One of the best men Earth knew. Godot turns and meets Earth's eye for a split second, and a pain hits. Every moment this drags on makes it even worse for everyone involved. Earth looks up to the sky again, the stars, the parting rain, the sparse clouds, remembering the darkness of the mines. But out here, under this man's leadership, there is light. Tiny pinpricks of starlight, barely visible. The fire snapped, a log popping. Catching her, unable as her head hits the wood, you lift her up, blood pouring down, mingling with the purple modeling. What do you say? What happened here? She simply says, You could have stayed. Father Light leaves her eyes before you. Trails of blood leave to the Cavenio Rotation, the main meeting, Ikele. On the stairs, you, t you see two more familiar, familiar figures. A half-orc, strange here, Startusk, and his father, who hold risen human moon dance, strewn about, dead, and clutching hands in the doorway, on the stair staircase. As you make your way up, gasping, wanting to help, in the doorway, as the pelts are par parted, you see another, even more familiar face that you would never forget, as Moonseeker, identifiable by her pale blue eyes that are still open. As you rush to her, before you can even open your mouth, she says, you 
just beginning to sting the bottom of your arm. Just beyond, through the tarp, there's a sensual ray of moonlight that descends. And you see, hanging from the center, an armored figure, silver, bright, unblemished, reflecting in the moonlight through the broken ceiling, hanging from a rafter and pierced with countless daggers. Annie. Alicia's playing a violin in the corner of a simple bar, travel cloak over the back of her chair as she conjures images and voices to accompany the, 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 the music. This person you know. This is the person, no matter what, that will always accept you. As her eyes turn to you, the music screeches uncharacteristically to a halt. All within the, the tavern follow the bard's gaze toward you. Colorful horns, cape, fanciful items and instruments. What do you say? I told you to never show your face when I'm performing again. But no, as always, you could not listen. You never could. You talentless little whore just had to chase the farmer boys, didn't you? Oh, but not only them, the girls too. I've wasted enough time on you. She grabs her cloak, leaving her violin askew, and storms up the stairs, the patrons staring at Annie, anger now in their eyes that you ruined their fun. You rush up to your to your father there, the tatted tanning hut, and your mother smoking the husk of her Monero pipe. What do you say? What I remember I was that sound all the alarms, everything is coming, it's everything we've ever feared. Your father ignores you, not meeting your eye. Well, Aisha steps forward and touches you on the cheek gently, and then slaps you across the face and says, you are no daughter of mine. Your siblings. You've done this to our family. Thulo finally looks at you. His eyes also angry, something you've not seen in your father's eyes so long. Even as, as your mother was carousing with the butcher, his eyes didn't show anger. But here, they do. He says, you know what happened to them. When you left, they had to take your post. They weren't as strong as you. And now all are gone. Earth. You're in a room. A wide table. Tent flapping in the winds that always hollow through these canyons. 
An ashen-skinned orc wearing a fine, clean wolf pelt stands on one side as a tall, strongly built human stands on the other. strongly built human stands on the other. Across from Earth, on the other side of the room, is an orc with skin stained red, maybe a blood, maybe a paint. He always liked to make an, a, an appearance. White lines painted surely across his face and chest, tusks protruding upwards, and spiked chains as he always used, slung lazily around his, his waist. As Ashugo steps forward and clasps Cormac's hand, there is a sound. Tumbling of mugs, filled with the common army swill, the clattering of old wood upon stone ground. As the red-stained orc drops an armful of drinks, just before that there had been a familiar and thud as a blade punctures through flesh. That beautiful wheeze as breath is suddenly caught, and that sucking sound as daggers pulled free. Of course, that tone, that gurgle, as blood begins to seep through. Red begins to stain the pelt. Cormac looks on in shock as Kival's eyes widen in rage. Earth, you feel the warmth on your own hand as you look down and see the blood pouring onto yourself, holding your thick bladed dagger, a gift from the from the raven haired man, seemingly a lifetime ago. At this point, Ashuga's face turns and says, Why? As he looks into your eyes, you simply feel the corners of your mouth turn upward as a voice rumbles in your head. You don't need a weakness. Slice the much larger figure's neck, and your vision fades into a familiar, comfortable, Asko's face appears with countless daggers. The demon's blood cannot take his paladin flesh. It doesn't matter though. Your wounds will take him all the same. Beyond his slowly rotating form hung by the neck, a feminine, familiar voice. Above, far above, and a slight ray of moonlight reflects off of Eskel's silver dragon mail onto a pair of familiar eyes. A girl with pointed ears and short blonde hair, shorter than most elves keep at least, back pressed to the far wall of the Wurthation. Her eyes are laced with pain, and a small cough <coughs> rattles from her chest as Morningstar lays there. Alive, looking at you. What do you do? I run over and see if I can conjure any kind of healing magic. 
conjure your healing magic, your hands shaking, put them on. Not this. You lift her her shirt, saying, okay, I can, I can do this, I can do this, and you try and focus on your greater restoration. But before you can even touch her, you and Earth sitting around a crackling fire in the dark. The usual warmth you would get from sharing a drink around the fire with your friend is gone. His wolf pelt cloak discarded, but not around his, but not around your shoulders as he has so many times in the past. His eyes are dull, dead yet smoldering. What are you looking at? He practically growls, takes a few chugs of whiskey. You know, I'm not the smartest one around, but I didn't think I'd be as dumb as this. Red knew better, and I should have listened, should have listened, knowing, fuck, of all the times I stopped listening to him, that's the one, but no. I stayed with you for no other reason than our friendship. Ha! A fucking joke, just like you. If not for you, if not for me, you'd be long dead. And maybe it's about time I say the fucking truth for what it is. Before you can even up and say anything, smash the bottle to the fire, <sighs> causing the flames to whoosh upwards, grabs his cloak, throws it over his shoulder, grabs his pack, and takes off. comfortable yet treacherous path to, to the Red Griffin's Peak. You finally arrive. <coughs> Coming up. You make your way through. The twins are there. They turn and see you. You want so badly to see the spots, but they have not left for you. They gape in shock. Misha hides behind Kai. Kai still shirtless and wearing his headband as, as always. One black feather sticking straight up from the front of it steps forward in front of his his younger, weaker brother. What are you doing here? He yells. What are you saying? I'm here to help. Her mother, Ferriata, steps around the bar, stands before Kai like a mother bear. I told you to never show your face here again. Get out! And all you see behind her, behind Kyoro, is Misha looking through tears. You hear his soft voice saying,
Dinner was almost silent that night when the trailer bailed, save for the scraping of plates and smacking of lips. You look around at your companions with an irksome glare, the chewing like brainless cattle slurping like overstuffed pigs, every move or sound of further irritation. There was a fog in your head, clouding your mind, and not sure what thoughts were his and which came from others. But you just couldn't get both alone. It's a lesson you had to be taught over and over and over again. In your old days, your red days, you felt this before, but it was easy to block out. Like an old friend you could ignore until you needed something. The beer at the horny goat had always helped soothe these pains, but it seemed the elf juice you had now was not enough that wouldn't stop you from trying. You downed another large glass of wine as you wiped the beer. You think you see Thorwin shooting you a disapproving glance. In your mind, corrupt the knees, then let's see you look down on us. You hear the fog rumbling in your mind like thunder. You hear Annie pipe up with a joke. <laughs> Hang it, no mind, as a few folks around the table chuckle. You sound in my ear on your screams. Though, you force yourself to smile at the girl's silly As you look up from your plate, your gaze meets Claymore's. A slight smirk on her face as she runs her fingers through her rib raising red hair. shaking white and the magical energies coalescing over them. She angrily refuses any of your attempts. Though she is weak, you're shocked by the vitriol that comes from her, her, her mouth. Don't come near me, don't you get it too. She looks up what little strength there is, washed away as tears streak down her eyes to match her realm that have come unbidden now. Why did you leave, Norwin? How many veils must perish? We're hardly more than a day out from the Catreva. This. You notice that her hands and arms are just covered in lacerations, but also a bondage had occurred here. <coughs> her cough gets worse and blood splatters across your face. And feel the mixing of the tears as they come down. Morningstar looks at you, not with anger. No, not at all. Despite the accusation, she just looks upon you with sadness as she lifts a hand to touch your cheek. She says, after all we did. Her hand falls limply. slumping and eyes going dull. As you open your, your mouth to shout, to do anything, damn what she wants. You summon these magical energies to shaking too much, your eyes blur, you can't. A voice comes from behind. 
and you immediately turn, tears and blood streaking off as your hair, damp with the sweat and rain, looks upon a human with intricate chainmail of wooden rivulets, a twisted wooden staff with flowers on the ends in hand, slight of form of dark hair, and you hear figure in your own voice speak. Your fear is not that you have done nothing, but that you have not done enough. Your curse is that of guilt, eternally wondering what you could have done and what will happen if you don't. And in truth, only you know, perhaps you should have done more. Preserver and not the ocean to consume you. Can it? In the darkest of places, the depths beyond mortal realms, beyond a dark, ornate door of obsidian that bristles with faint firelight. You stand before a figure of ashen flesh and the halo of flame above his head. His dark eyes peer into the green ones as you drop to them.
feel ropes burning at your wrist and ankles. A heavy weight that matches the tattoo you have on an ankle from the Catreva tied. Strong hands throw you over. <laughs> you fall to chilled waters, sinking quickly. As you look up through the shimmering the moonlight, you simply see a rough humanoid face, pointed beard and white turban as always, as you descend into the embrace of death, the vistages of everyone you've ever cared about, fading from your mind. A voice comes from beside you, and you turn to look, and you see in many ways what looks like yourself, a black of flesh, shorter gray horns, golden eyes, lines down here, shorter black gray hair. From the watery darkness though it comes clear in your own voice to you, you hear love. Your fear is not of death. against a trunk and knee is pulled in close. Your cheeks are wet despite the clear night sky. There is light and warmth before you as a huge tree, a very familiar one to you. Oh my gosh, how long have you been there? Glows with a roaring flame. You close your eyes to the light, willing it to vanish, but not able to move just yet soft but firm form pushes up against your shoulder your eyes snap open as you shove the grizzly bear with all your meager strength get away despite yourself the harsh words come the bear's familiar eyes look to the ground with sadness the lumbering form turning away as your voice says you as your mouth, as your tongue, as your lips form the words. I never should have said yes. Life would have been easier without you. I wish you never existed. I wish I never knew you. A voice like your own, but not from your own mouth this time. Just from behind, as you turn and look around the tree that you have your back against. A figure much like yourself 
you were to live with him, love him, protect him, and live glitter with. But no. You fear that every person you've met is worse for having known you. But your greatest shame, when given the opportunity to leave the glitter wood, you did so without hesitation. And when given the chance to forget all about your beloved, your subconscious did not look back as a flash, a very real memory of you and Calrell's keep, refusing Norwin's magic despite him and Annie pleading. You were saying, no, why would I want to remember that? And you're back. And you, says to you, leaning forward, you ask yourself every day if you are a good person, like some mantra to get you through. But you're afraid of the real answer, the truth that only you yourself shame is your curse, and if left, left unchecked, your shame will consume you and leave nothing left to ask. What do you say? dark forest, a stale breeze across your nose carries a smell of earth and iron, the squish of mud beneath your boots. Um, the rain slipping <coughs> away sweat as you are hard at work. Thwack! As you bring your axe down to chop wood. Thwack! Thwack! A good day's work. A hard day's work is good. You stop and you stretch, <sighs> wipe your brow, and you notice a red smear on your hand. Not sweat, but blood. Not an axe, but a hammer. Not black, a squelch. Not mud, but mutilation. You look down at a small pile of ruined bodies before you. Most features indiscernible, but some still. Red hair stained even better as you promised. Green orbs spilling out of a shattered skull, the twinkle lost and dull, quiet now, also quiet. A collection of thin limbs and broken ribs, one hand still clutching, a pathetic wooden staff, shorn in two, splintered easily, not Wait for the voice, and it always comes. It always comes.
occurs to you, maybe all these thoughts have always been yours. You feel the corners of your lips curl upward again as you think, now in your own voice, breathless from exertion. We all come from the mud, to it we all return. Best get back to it. Lifts the hand up again. Your own voice again, but from behind you, as you just turn slightly, glaring the figure I can only describe as yourself, but with possible more scars. The you that you see in your own mind before fire sucks interference. You are a man drunk, not on wine, but on fear. You attribute your anger to the spirits within you, convince yourself that you are better with others, and hide the fear that you have for both. But in truth, that fear is masking another. You are afraid of yourself, that the anger and voices and actions have guided your life and yours, and yours alone, and you have nobody else to blame. Oh shit, that's probably true. Nobody blame but myself. So what am I supposed to do with that? Stop. All you can do is keep carving out destiny and make it better. smile. Yes. Carve on your destiny. Once in your time. The fast and strong world of dawn. Not let that fear deep, deep down come true. It is your own actions attributing to other malevolence within you that merely disassociating with the truth. Now hide in the face of decisions and now the most was All of your eyes snap open and you gasp for breath as you've been drowning all along. And what I said before about you've all seen those, you remember yours very clearly. The others are more images, fragments, like you were observers, distracted observers. Mm -hmm. open but you're alone still each of you stand backs lifting up pitch blackness ground beneath you as you see 
slight shifting amidst the pitch blackness. A disconcerting feeling for those of you who have enjoyed dark vision your entire lives. Shuffles closer and closer toward you. The ruffling of feathers. The low. A pale, feminine face with full lips and a narrow nose draped in, in garments of midnight black that cover all other features here. A rusted crown that at one time may have been polished gold but is long rusted now sits primly upon her head though it is covered in cobwebs and dark with age. As it nears seeming to almost glide upon the ground. The eyes snap open. Not individually seeing this, remember. Within these eyes are dark pits, void of any light whatsoever. The darkness in here, nothing compared to this. Dark, all-consuming. And then, tiny pinprick of light. Then another, and another, and another and another, more and more, until hundreds, thousands of them are visible all around you, like stars in the midnight sky. You get the sense that you are being watched by each and every one of these pinpricks, like an endless eternity, an audience watching this very moment. As you all look up in bewilderment and then look back down, that female figure draped in black is right up to your face. And as you stare inside these eyes, they look just like a canopy of stars. The large raven at her shoulder croaks once, and now <coughs> you all come to on stone floor around each other, laying simultaneously, snapping up. First thing that, that you see besides looking around and each other are very, very high ceilings here, stone floor beneath you, your items, your packs, everything around your allies. Can I your parts? Everybody's okay. And one, one blindfolded humanoid figure in draping clothing, her legs and feet, that of a talon bird sorts. And you see this figure standing there, looking down, looking as much as can with it, but a blindfold looking down upon you. What do you say? Cirrus, can you make it in time? She smiles. You would, I think seeing her would make you recognize her. Say that again, please. Cirrus, can you make it in time? Ah, well, and as you, and as you say that and prop yourselves up, you see more figures around you. Those vampire-like creatures, the spear, the chains, that did that, that dagger know all, now all are shielded, though now all are sheathed in the gun, around, standing around you, your heart 
immediately goes even faster than then it was. As fight or flight kicks in for all of you. There's also other black cloaked figures. A dwarf, two elves, human. As the figure that you refer to as Ceres says, Welcome, travelers, to the icy keep of our mistress, the spinner of destiny and watcher over all mortal souls. Welcome to Fate's palace. As she avoids answering your very clear question, your eyes flicker around. You all notice these other figures, while bruised and bloodied <laughs> quite a bit, <clears throat> no longer have fangs. No longer have But knowing what this inscrutable, immutable face is showing, there is a slight smirk, but they also had smirks before they turn into their vampires to try to eat you, so. This is true. So it's a little bit wary. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do I get this one? 
to discuss, I'm sure. But but for now, let's go make some introductions. Defenders of this keep, and they are the ones that do exploits into your realm. For whatever our mistress's limbs seem to be that, that day. This one here, referring to the uh, one with the, the DVD 
chains. She steps forward and says, I am a shadow dancer. One with the spear steps forward and says, I am what I call a blue weaver. And the one with the dagger says, I am a soul longer. That's close on you. I'm a bard. Great. Well met. Despite, despite meeting these fellows, they are very, very doer. They have very little, if any, emotion. Like, they are beings of the, sh the shadow fell. So, anything that would be normal for things or whatever else are very fleeting, and then just nothing. Sarah does not seem to have the same effect, perhaps because she's not a shadow kind. Well, there are more to introduce you, you two. Come, come. And she grabs your forward. You all saw those things, right? That wasn't... Was I... When we walked in? Talking to visions? Yeah. Yeah, what about them? Well, you all saw those too, right? like chandeliers and comfortable red carpeting, though it's seemingly almost filled with random objects. Like a hoarder mixed with a poorly kept museum. There are plinths uh, upon which there are busts of heads and objects in dusty glass cases and all sorts of things with no seeming order to them. Some just lying akimbo on, on the ground leaning against, against the wall. Yeah, it has a hoarder, it's like a museum that just is not upkept. This is the effect that you see as you go through. And Sarah says to you all, still holding in his hand though, not all of our mistress's domain is as unwelcoming as this, though. And you reach these large doors and she puts a hand on them, pushes them, both of them. And she says, welcome to the unbounded arcanum. Compass of destiny. As you guys all step into this. And yes, indeed, you do see a pan 
those figures there Ooh. as well. There are cloaked and robed figures, a variety of races, and they have scrolls and books and speaking amongst themselves in, in whatever whatever language they seem to be speaking. It's not loud, but it is a large area and there is quite a bit of echo there, but it's soft, hushed tones. Even spirited debates seem respectfully quiet. No, you listen here. The Hushkaps principle clearly states. Exactly that. These are scholars and, and clerics having debates or working collaboratively here. And what you see very Harry Potter style is the roof of this domain seems to be of glass with this latticework structure here. But it is showing a starlit, clear starlit sky. No clouds, no eclipse. What it's showing, you're not entirely sure. But you do know that this compass in the center is slowly rotating and sending reflections of light that make these planetary and then star-like formations all around, reflecting on onto the ground, onto walls, and these scholars will scurry, will, will scurry over and point to this, and then flip to their notes and, and point to that, and point up, up there and scurry over, kind of like a slow yet mad rush, all, all the same. Sarah says, this is where scholars worshipers, both Shadarkai and mortal, try to suss out the meanings and truths of the world. The mother of ravens is our knowing mistress, but she is not forthcoming with her knowledge. Here we can observe the movements of stars and the flow of magics across all realms and try to make sense of the chaos. Only by observation and study can we begin to grasp the greater workings and the divine guidance of her will upon everything. What was the type of compass? It was unbounded arcanium and compass, compass of destinies. Destinies. This is this picking up on actual magic happening individuals using the magic. sounds like, like, like a simple yes or no answer, but my honest answer is I'm not even sure myself, and I'm not one who studies it. Do you think we could ask someone if we could track down certain people? It is less, we could try, of course, there are scrying abilities, and this may tell us something, but each scholar you see here, at least each group of scholar you see here, cleric, Worshippers, some who don't even worship, but still come to this place and remain for a long time. They each have their own theories about what these things mean and how they intersect. And it's years of a study and work. I, I, I wish in our story I could <coughs> I could tell you that we can find somebody by tracing a line here, here, and here, but. It's more the grander workings and trying to see the subtle inflections of things. We find that fate and destiny is not that of a spider web. It's, it's more chaotic than that. It's not the beauty of the natural world. It's the chaos of the natural world. 
I'm sure some here would point to lines right now and point to their scrollwork and say, see, I told, told you that four who, who would arrive this day. And others would have prescribed those lines to be completely different that may or may not even be true. Maybe all are true, maybe none. But it is up for them to try to suss out these grander meanings. And again, the will of the Raven Queen herself, which is immutable and unknowable to us. This how you knew about us? I mean, we barely know about us. No. That was one of the few, few more direct edicts from the Raven Queen herself. She pointed out the most likely location that he would emerge. Tried to pave the path at least easily enough for you, but we're not allowed, instructed as it never is. Those who reach here the first time must come on their own volition, their own power. Especially those followers who come the first time as guys are to have staff, black wolf pelt over the head, natural looking clothing, and a black raven on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And Sarah says, this is Umbrafen. Umbrafen, like the Umbra of the, the Umbra and Penumbra, Fen, mm -hmm. like word Fen. This is Umbrafen. A human druidic dream guardian who protects his forest with kindness and might. Over friend's facial features suggest he's from the east, but they're unusual in that his flesh is paler rather than darker, like like your own. He nods to you in his rainbow. And Icky. Like happily. Now Icky's like doing this on your shoulder, sort of. Happy? <coughs> and then what kind of says? It was most unusual. I'm sure. I'm sure we will have more to discuss as time allows. Sarah says, Umberfan, where are you from? And then she looks at you with, 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 with a 
dying grin, and he says, it is best to keep some secrets, even among those. Seska says, of course, as she walks past you, he goes, he always says that. And takes you by the shoulder. You're not gonna suddenly go, aha, that's where you're from! You don't you don't really know. It's got like a mixture of features. Features. I can pick up any foliage on him and see Ooh. what kind of like trees that you might have been surrounded by. You smile, you smile, boy. Because he really had his face uh, all covered up like yeah, that. Yeah, I would say, regardless of what you roll, you will see he's got nat- natural foliage almost like like a moss covering on his back, but not definitive enough to pick out a and you haven't been super far either, so you don't really recognize it, but it could be something that you've seen. Sure. It's not, okay. it's not supposed to be super crazy. And the birds look happy? It's just, just looking, hearing. Uh, as you guys all look past as well. An elven figure, pale of flesh, with like tattoos around the long black hair, fierce eyes, a bow and arrow at her back, short sword here, and a raven just perched on the end of her bow. And Sarah says, this is, this is Abarthia. This is Awarthia, an elven arcane archer who has journeyed further than any others here to reach this this place. Despite her wild, savage look, she looks at you all and then goes, Oh, this is so nice to meet new friends. You can call me Awa. Do you want to play a game? I like games. Where I'm from, there are not many left to play games with me. I don't like the smell of the fires all the time. Hmm. Her gaze kind of goes distant and unfocused for a moment, then snaps back and says, A game? A riddle, maybe? I am always down for a riddle. Yes. And then, and then Sarah <laughs> says, Let's save the riddle for next time. Oh. Oh says, I got a riddle. It's just a question. Dying. Just waiting until they tell you wish you hadn't come. Her voice seems to change. Still hers, but meaner, deeper. As she turns, just walks away. But as she turns, her raven's head stays. So it's like that. And it just goes, ah! As she takes some steps away. Hey, that's good. Yeah, she's a bit of an odd one, but but a good archer all the same. Ah, Krovkev. Krovkev. He is a this is a human zealot warrior 
who fights for the Raven Queen's honor, though he did not know it himself until more recently. His eyes are hidden by a hood, but his face shows painted lines of red and sharp diagonal designs. His armor is clearly of bone and the cloak that of stitched raven feathers. He merely nods in greeting, taking a moment to survey all of you as he absentmindedly rubs a thumb along his curved battle axe. Beat up another beat. Beat forth. You asked for it. <laughs> she will fucks up and says, This is Kraydark, a half elf paladin who sought the Raven Queen's embrace, though he was not aware of who he was beckoning at the time with his quest for redemption. This one smiles from beneath the, the raven-like helmet, takes a long puff on his narrow pipe, and says, well, I'm glad you could make it. This trek is not easy for any, even the second time around, trust me. We will need all the help we can get. Someday in the distant future, when this is all long behind us, perhaps we'll meet again in Damas and share a pipe in the clean light of the sun. tell just from the voice this is an, an older man who has seen some things but at least smiling and clearly somewhat talkative older for a half elf or just older hard to say mm. but i would say older for a half elf then he starts like flying like oh, right here is he old <laughs> rarely he wears it well you don't know that's why last <coughs> Then not least, she, she, she cuts off and says, here is our, our youngest uh, follower, though not our newest. That honor is yours, Anastasia. This is Feather in the Wind. Ooh. A, a tabaxi cleric of the grave, who is the, who is the youngest of us, or several. As you guys walk, walk toward, you see her lynx-like ears twitch and rotate. Hey, you guys, and she, she turns, she kind of like clutching her hands, and she's like, her eyes wide, and she goes, oh, hello. Uh, my name is for Feather in the Wind, and I serve Our Lady of Fate, the Knowing Mistress, Matron of Ravens, and uh, the Raven Queen. Hope we can all be friends. How tall is this little thing? About three and a half feet tall. Cute. I'm going to go up to it and scratch her on the chin. Please don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Up here is better. Do you know Love of Sun? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but that is a tabaxi name. And this is a soldier accent. For sure. Kidding. I was not actually <laughs> I have tea for from home that we can all share. That's something that friends do in the West as well, yes? Yes? Oh, yes. Tea. Mm -hmm. Friends in the West love tea from home. Good. Good, good, good. I like tea. I like to share tea. Tea is great. Tea is what everything happens. It's what everything happens around tea. There's no tea. Why even have a conversation? You have a conversation. You have to not have tea to have a conversation. But still, even so, as the, the way things should be, that's the way that friends are and do. Everyone is so good. You have to have a conversation if something's for tea. That's what I I agree wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Everything that, 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 that you, you, you just said. Absolutely. It's great for any of time. I do not mind this. But I also think it's a little bit weird that you're doing it to me so much. <laughs> Okay. 
point. So a couple more figures, names, and whatnot that will be forgotten, but more Raven. Um, she also has a, a, a raven, though quite a bit smaller and black, um, that is just kind of flying around her. The rest of them are like content being perched. Hers is kind of like <laughs> flying around the head, so going into white. the rafters. Do I see any other white ravens or oddly colored ravens? No. Some of them are like are like an, an, an ashen gray with black streaks or like variations on black, but none are pure white. Yeah. Yeah. Not no, Jakey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, it's good to be having a Shadowfell nonsense, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sarah spends the next next little bit of time introducing a, a few more, pointing out the various clerics and scribes and, and, and arcanists. There is a gnomish fellow with like a brown coat that has like actual eye, like, like eyeballs all over it, blinking and whatnot. And then the chain Shadarkai appears and jumps on top of the globe. The lights and reflections vanish and the room dims. And she says, I'm sorry to interrupt you all in your studies and greetings. But with the arrival of our newest sister and her allies, I think it is time to discuss why you have all been gathered here. And on that note, we'll end tonight's session. Oh, nobody cried. That's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure most of us were crying the entire time of our vision. One more round with those fans.